Hey, what's up, my zebras? What up? Welcome to the podcast. You know, if you guys ever want to get a hold of me, if you want to leave me a voicemail, if you want to talk to me, uh, any message that you leave on my voicemail, I actually will probably feature on the podcast itself. So if you want to do that, you can call me up. It's 814-799-0064. That's 814-799-0064. It's voicemail. It's just set up for you to say whatever you want. And I'll like if it's something funny you want to say, if you want to bust my chops, if you want to you know, give a shout out to somebody, if you have something you want to promote or something you want to put out there, you can just put that up on the voicemail, and I'll air it on the podcast. Just be warned, there's a good chance if you put something on there, it's going to go on the podcast at some point in time. I'm just letting you know, all right? But that's 814-799-0064. What what color is the number seven, and how many times brown? Okay. Also, social media. You can also find me on Facebook, on Instagram, Rob Z Radio. Of course, you're already here on Twitter. Thank you for being here if you're watching me on Twitter live right now. And Snapchat is Rob Z Yo. You can find me on any of those outlets. And I always follow back. So if you follow me, there's a very good chance when I get around to it, I will definitely follow you back and show you some love. But uh, this is, let's do this because this is a special episode. This episode came out of nowhere and uh, I had other things planned for today. We're dropping all of that for this episode of Rob Z Radio. This is Rob Z Radio. So, I wake up this morning. I had an idea of something that I wanted to talk about. I was gonna, I was gonna talk about Jennifer Lawrence, right? <laughs> that was gonna. I'm not even gonna tell you what I was gonna talk about with Jennifer Lawrence, but I had like, oh, I have a concept for a podcast that I can do this morning, and I get a text from my friend. I'm on Facebook. I'm scrolling through news, and he says, Brian. Shout out to Brian, by the way. He tells me he tells me that Chris Cornell died last night. Chris Cornell was doing a show in Detroit. I'm not sure. Was he with Temple of a Dog last night or was he with Soundgarden last night? Uh, They did a show. Or maybe he was doing a solo thing. But he did a show, got off stage, went back to the tour bus, and at 52 years old, they found one of the greatest vocalists in rock history. And I'd say in music history, Chris Cornell had passed away at the age of 52. And this hit me like... Ooh, I got when he when he texted me that I thought there's no what Chris Cornell died there's no way that can't be real that, there's no way that's real so I get on I, I'm already on Facebook I just Google you know Chris Cornell boom all the news pops up and I'm I'm just floored I'm texting people I'm messaging people on Facebook because I've a lot of my friends are you know my age or older. We're all '90s rock fans. We all love. That's that's one bond that I have with a lot of my friends. A lot of uh, uh, people that I know. We've grown closer together, or have become friends in the first place, all because of rock music, all because of '90s alternative and grunge. It's just a, it's just an awesome genre of music. And Chris Cornell was one of those guys who was up at the top. He was like one of those peak dudes. You know, I, I can't think of anybody who, off the top of my head had better a better voice just had better vocal abilities than Chris Cornell did on the microphone plus the guy could play guitar and he just he just looked like a badass right i mean he just looked like he fit the part of a rock star he fit the mold the 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 look the attitude the way he carried himself like he just fit that grunge mold from the 90s 
and I, they hit me. He, he hit me with that news. I looked up all the information, and I and I said to myself, like I, like I can't believe this. Chris Cornell. And this is no offense to Scott Weiland, but when Scott Weiland passed away, I was like, we all kind of saw that coming for a while, don't you think? Don't you, don't you think we all were kind of like, ah, it's, it's Scott Weiland. I mean, I'm not blown away. Not saying I'm in any, in any way, shape, or form happy about it. I'm just saying that it. Not shocking. Chris Cornell, shocking. He seemed like he had his life together. He always seemed like a dude who had his head on straight. At least that's how it appeared to be for me. That's how I always felt whenever I, you know, saw Chris Cornell, heard him in an interview, heard a new song that he released. He only had one, you know, half-step moment of his whole career, in my opinion, and that was that whole solo kind of pop album he did he had that one song called scream or something like that i don't know if you guys remember that or not uh but there was just there was a couple moments you're like chris not quite sure what you're doing but sometimes people got to go on their own musical path to do something you know they they want to do but man besides that one solo track that guy had an unbelievable career uh temple of a dog Soundgarden, obviously audio slave uh, a bunch of the features that he's been on with other people. Just, if you think of rock vocalists, if you think of the 90s, you think, man, Chris Cornell, Audio Slave, right? Just, uh, you think Soundgarden. Audio Slave was, I don't know which band I liked more. I love Soundgarden. I loved a lot of their earlier stuff. Obviously, Black Hole Sun, huge in my life. But Audio Slave, when they came out and they dropped Like a Stone, my wife and I actually were just listening to Like a Stone a couple of weeks ago. And it was, I think it was on Pandora, and we were just saying, like, this, this is such an amazing song. And you, it, it was such a big song. It was on radio so much. That song was just so in your face at all times for a while on radio, even uh, rock radio, top 40 radio for a little bit, that it, it kind of got lost in the shuffle. It's like, I've heard this song a million times. It doesn't really do anything for me. And then you hear it separated from how big it was at one point, and you hear it like not being played on the radio all the time and just hear it out of the blue. And, damn, his voice, the way the song is put together, Tom Morello's guitar in that song, one of the best songs uh, of the 2000s as far as rock goes. If you've never listened to Like a Stone, you don't know what song I'm talking about, I'm not going to try to sing it because I will not do Cornell justice. But go listen to that song, Like a Stone. I think it's one of the best, I'm going to say one of the best rock songs ever made. I don't know if you're going for like the ballad rock end, like that sort of thing. One of the best ever made. I love that jam. And if I could just give a little bit of a history on my love for Soundgarden. Oh, obviously I'm a 90s kid. Like I didn't even plan on this, right? This was just, I was sitting down here looking for a podcast, trying to think of something to talk about. I threw on my Foo Fighters shirt. I've got a Metallica poster in the background. I've got a Rage Against the Machine poster in my in my podcast room, Nine Inch Nails. Um, you know, I just, I love 90s music. I love 90s rock. And man, when it comes down to it, like, just... Cornell, I, I can. I'm gonna go to one memory in my brain because when the Black Hole Sun video came out on MTV, I don't know if you guys remember the Black Hole Sun video. One of the weirdest, trippiest videos that was ever released. That was such a strange video. I'm gonna go back and watch it today. I guarantee that. Uh, but the Black Hole Sun video was just bizarre, and I can recall being a kid. I want to say that probably came out in like '94, I think. So I was like 11, and you know, 11 years old, influential. Loving MTV, loving music. It was such a great time to be a kid. If you just the music was so good at that point in time, 
and and so uh, it had a lot of impact. Like it had a lot behind it. It wasn't uh, there, there was like substance. I guess is the word I'm looking for. And when that that song came out, I had my VHS in my room. This may have been like when I was like 12. I'm not sure. But I popped that VHS in and I, I would record my favorite music videos. I don't know how many of you ever did that. But like you record your favorite music videos so you can play them back and you can watch them later on repeat over and over and over again. So I pop in the VHS. Black Hole Sun comes on. I was like, oh, I got it right at the beginning. Like I got it like as soon as it started. Like I had the record button ready and I got Black Hole Sun on VHS. And I watched that video over and over and over and over and over again. There were some other music videos on there, too. I don't remember what they were, but Black Hole Sun was the one that I was just, I was stuck on. I was locked onto it because it was such a strange video, such a cool video. I just remember that the, the, the lady with that lap band belt that like twisted her while she was, it was like, like an old way to work out, right? And like, it was like, it would shake your body back and forth and everybody's eyes would get real big in the video and Cornell looked all crazy and just looked like a, a rock star, man. Oh my God. I love, I got to go back and watch that video as soon as I'm done with this because just Wow. And I, I talk about the rest of the band. I talk about the rest of the band of Audio Slave and Soundgarden. We're sticking with just Cornell, though, for this podcast because I like what Chris, you died. Like why? How? What happened? And I'm I'm reading through an article and they were saying that Cornell had a history of opiate abuse. I guess he was a, a pretty big drug addict there for a while. I never knew that about Chris Chris Cornell. I didn't know he was a drug addict. I didn't think. He seemed like a straight edge kind of guy to me, just the way he seemed. I'm sure back in the 90s got into some stuff, but it said his drug use started as early as uh, 13 years old. And then he kind of like got heavy into it, like around 1997 when Soundgarden broke up. Because Soundgarden broke up in like 97, and there was a lull there before Audio Slave of quite a few years. It was probably like four or five years before he actually got into Audio Slave, and they started that band up. Uh, an audio slave, Soundgarden. Which band was better? I mean, that's for you to decide. From a like historical love of the '90s kind of view, I would say Soundgarden for sure. But if you're talking about musicianship, I don't know because Audio Slave. Every guy in that band, you know, of course, it's the rest of the guys from Rage Against the Machine without Zach, with Chris Cornell on vocals, and it's hard to say like who was a, who was the better band. Not saying taking Cornell's voice out of it, taking the, the lead singer out of it, but just the, the bands themselves. I love Soundgarden sound. I love Audio Slave sound. So it's it's hard for me to say. Uh, Temple of the Dog also. Hunger Strike. That album. If you've never heard the Temple of, a, of the Dog album, it's it's a one-off album. Definitely listen to that. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for the, for the comment there. Ben, Matt, and Kim are also amazing musicians. No doubt about it. And... I don't know if those bands, I, I, they're all amazing musicians, but I don't know which bands, or I don't know if any of those bands would have been as big as they were without Cornell's vocals, right? Do you think like they would have been that big without Chris Cornell there bringing the thunder, bringing what he had in his vocal cords? Like, I, I, there will never be another dude who did what he did in rock music. It's just they don't exist. You know, if you can think of somebody, go ahead and name them but I can't think of anybody off the top of my head because uh, this is another crazy story that my buddy Mike this is just a couple of years ago my buddy Mike was uh 
shout out to Mike Schoenfeld if you're on on here anywhere. But Mike, if you recall, you were at, he was at a Chris Cornell show. So Cornell was doing like Soundgarden songs. He was doing Audio Slave songs, and he's coming down through the aisle. Like he at one point ran through the crowd and was coming around through. And Mike was like right on the aisle seat, threw his arm out, high fives Cornell, and somehow manages to get a photo of him high fiving Chris Cornell as he's coming down through the aisle mid concert. I mean, I'm sure many people have high fived Chris Cornell, but I thought, Mike, that's pretty awesome that you got the photo, that you got the high five in the photo, you got to touch a legend, and now uh, nobody will get to touch him anymore because he passed away. Chris Cornell, rest in peace. I'm not going to ramble on about this too much uh, because. I'm just I'm doing this totally off the cuff. I had another idea planned, but this just seemed like I have to get this out as it's happening and just show some love to one of the greatest 90s bands of all time, Soundgarden. Show some love to Audio Slave. Of course, and yeah, people were saying about Chris Cornell's uh, solo stuff. You know, I I never really I didn't listen to it. I didn't listen to the solo stuff. I don't know what that was all about. Um, but I'm sure there was some quality music in there. Just him singing makes songs quality. You know, just having that dude on the microphone makes things quality. So, Cornell, rest in peace. Today is going to be a Soundgarden audio slave kind of day. Maybe I'll show Max the Black Hole Sun video. My son, you know, my I'll show my son the Black Hole Sun. And he'll probably think that's the strangest video he's ever seen, and it might scar him for life. But it's it's in memory of Chris Cornell. You've got to understand where I'm coming from here. All right, Zebras, thank you so much for tuning in. You know, I'm doing all my podcasts now live on either Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. So if you're watching me live right now, thank you for watching this. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram, Rob Z Radio. You can find me on Twitter, on Snapchat, Rob Z Yo. I usually record a lot of my solo podcasts in the morning, so if you're awake in the morning, there's a good chance if you turn on a social media outlet, you're going to see me live recording my podcasts. And, uh, of course, you can find my podcasts on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play. Just search Rob Z Radio. Allison just sent a message that the day that grunge died. All right? Well, yeah, that's... Cornell is definitely a very integral part of the grunge era. So, yeah, it, it's a big hit for grunge. And with Wyland passing away a couple of years ago, um, you know, and we've, we, you've lost so many people from the grunge era throughout the years. You, the, think of, like, Lane Staley from Alice in Chains, even though Alice in Chains is, is still going, and they're actually really killing it and make, still making really good music. I wonder if this brings Soundgarden back together. I wonder if it brings Audio Slave back around. But who would you get... Who could you possibly get to fill the void of Chris Cornell's voice? I don't know. I'm sure somebody can mimic what Cornell did, but there will never be another Chris Cornell. One of a kind. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the podcast. If you would, uh, leave me a rating on iTunes. That just helps my podcast grow. More people see it. It gets more visibility. And if you enjoy it, uh, I, would, I would greatly appreciate that. So thank you very much. Thank you for listening once again. You can always call me and leave a voicemail. It's 814-799-0064. My zebras out there, thank you. Rest in peace to Chris Cornell, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Later, guys. That's brutal.